Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, music, horror, horror. subculture, and overall, overall bad ass. Welcome, welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio, Radio with your hosts host, Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. Welcome back to Kettle Whistle Radio. Tis the season for Krampus Fest, and it was fun. Worked that at the Monroeville Mall. An absolute blast. I want to thank Kevin Kreiss and Mandy Danger of Time and Space Toys at the Monroeville Mall for a great time, great turnout. Sold some books, sold some toys, sold some nostalgia. There's a lot of crafting going on. Krampus was there. Uh, Dee was there with Taddy, and Sean was there, and our buddy Nicole. It was a full house. Some other great, great friends were there. Brent and Will, great writers. I keep teasing. Uh, I will have them on. We'll talk about them another time. How is everybody feeling out there? Are we getting the melancholy nature of the holidays? Well, it's a freaking holidays. Embrace it. Um, I think if you're over the age 45, you probably feel that melancholy of what used to be, how you remember the holidays, people not there that used to be there. We all feel it. All right. You're not alone. You talking to you. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is running rampant, uh, among a lot of my peers, you know, it's, it's tough. It's not just a money thing. You know, it's, it's a freaking holidays. So anyway, watch Krampus. You'll feel a lot better. You'll feel a lot better. Uh, I got a, I got a, my one question for Michael Doherty with that movie, and I love him from Trick or Treat, of course, and Godzilla. But um, Krampus is definitely a, a favorite of mine, and it's so well done, and you have to watch it more than a few times to understand how well done it is. And I, my only question to Michael Doherty would be. Um, did you have relatives? You lived in Ohio and you had relatives visit from Pittsburgh that you just couldn't stand because he really portrays that 
unfortunately very close to the mark. Um, <laughs> you have to see the movie. And if you did see the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, they were, they were, mel- they were melancholy. The Steelers lost. And then they have to go visit relatives at Christmas time. I feel more sorry for the folks that they are visiting. Krampus. And Krampus Fest. Really, really getting into a new band. It's not, it's new for me. They've been around, I think, five years plus, maybe. Um, Orbit Culture. My new metal obsession. Uh, they are so good. And they're coming here. And I can't wait. I'm going to get tickets. And um, amazing band. Everything I like every song they have. They have two albums that I know of and an EP, according to Spotify. They probably have other stuff out there, but I only know the two. But Orbit Culture, two thumbs way up if you're a metalhead. Love it. And let's see what else for the holidays. Well, you know, we have a good show coming up here. Uh, special guest tonight. Those crazy kids from Spirit Machines. Love them. They were a lot of fun and charming as hell. Um... And, you know, if you read stuff about them, it'll come up, uh, this bold new artist and, you know, creative. Bold being, yeah, they, they mixed and mashed up Zeppelin and Tool. It got my attention. I don't care. It was fun. And I, they, they said the feedback, you know, they expected it. it wasn't all good. Uh, let them tell that story. Uh, I also asked them about something. I, I, I went out of order and threw a kiss question at them. And you all know, I, if you listen to this enough, I am in the Slayer Battalion, but not the Kiss Army. Okay? I love me some Ace. Ace really rocks. And he's not a porcelain doll dancing around in boots that can fall and break a hip. He, If he does that, Ace is proud that he did that, and he'll laugh it off. I, the other guys, I don't know. Whatever. If you like him, you like him. That's fine. But they announced their hologram, <laughs> Gem in the Holograms, Gene in the Holograms. Uh, Kiss announced that they will have Kiss 2.0 um, hologram tour. And, oh, I hear marching of puppies in the hallway there. Okay, coming to listen to me. They're the most regular listeners I have. However, anyway, back to Kiss. So th- how do you feel about this co- the hologram show that they're going to... I think it's something that you go see as a novelty once. I don't know that you go every year. Maybe that's something that will happen. Uh, with Kiss, I've been wrong before. So um, good luck with that. But I did ask uh, these uh, the, the band that you're going to hear in a little bit here, um, Spirit Machines from Utah, what they thought of that uh, being that they kind of missed Kiss mostly, unless you know they had family that were into it. I kind of same with me in a way, um, and I don't hate them. I don't hate Kiss. It's just uh, enough. I've had it. <laughs> there's so many other bands out there, and that's why I do this because there's so many bands. So many bands. Why do we focus on one all the time? But here I am doing it. But the hologram show. That's all. I just want to emit exhaustion. Uh, so, speaking of exhaustion, close friends. I've had some close friends come up to me and, and uh, physically tell me, you know, we don't know what the hell you're talking about on your show. What, what are you talking about half the time? What do you, why did, why did you have that band on? Or why did you do this? Or we don't know what movies you're talking about. Okay. This, this is a thorn in my side. Now, I used to listen to radio just for the mere, for the, just the sheer mere fact that you're going to hear something you didn't hear. You're going to be informed on something you were not 
informally <laughs> informed of uh, something. It is about hearing something new, whether it's information, a personality, or a book, uh, movie, music, whatever. You know, I, the idea is to bring it to, well, whoever is listening right now. You may hear something you never heard before. You may like it. You may hate it. But at least you have an opinion on it. Um, and we took up your time, and <laughs> you can't get it back. So, um, but I, it's like a paradoxical conundrum of idiocy to say, what the hell are you talking about on your show? That means you just didn't listen. Or you listened, and you just really didn't care. So turn it off and go listen to another one. But to question, you know, or just to say, no one knows what you're talking about. That's really not true. I wouldn't still be here. Uh, if no one knew what I was talking about, although that would be a, sh- a great show about nothing, you know, that, uh, a show about nothing that actually made it, um, Seinfeld. Um, it, what a surprise if you you just mumbled for like an hour and a half. I, I guarantee you'd have listeners. Uh, I don't know, but that that just kind of got to me, and it's it, it, that was like a, like two or three years ago. Somebody said that to me, and it just stuck with me. Like, of course you don't know what I'm talking about because you didn't hear it yet. It's new to you right now in real time. Hi, I'm Dave. Um, how are you? Okay. You done shopping? Did you finish your shopping? Okay. That's enough reason to be melancholy. Going out, spending cash, and actually, better yet, nowhere to go spend it. You go on Amazon. Boo. Boo that. Yuck. Uh, you know, and I love these commercials. Come in and save. You know what? I'm going to sit on my couch and not spend. There we go. I just saved so much. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm not bitter or anything. So anyway, the, this band, Spirit Machines, um, they did that mashup and got on the map and now they are making another album. They had their first album, um, which is uh, Fangs was a release off of that one. You'll hear that later today. We'll talk about that album as well. Um, that album was called Feel Again. It's uh, they're just charming folks. I had fun with them, and I hope you enjoy them. We're gonna play some of their music, and um, that's really all I got for now until the next episode. Of course, it might be a Christmassy one, maybe not. But until then, I did come across something rather interesting for you only fans. Fans, uh, I personally, I always, you know, originally I thought it was a way. Only fans was a way to find uh, like exclusive material from whatever bands or whatever you know uh, comedian or whatever they're selling shirts i don't know uh y- you pay for exclusive uh content i never personally never went to one but i know people that do it and i learned something but I, i'm not i mean it's not like i didn't know i'm not like hiding i don't have my you know head in the sand but you know there's like adult material there that these people uh, a lot of women portray or you know send, you know get their fans to pay to see them play anyhow um what i did learn and this is kind of a cautionary tale very odd um i, I work in a uh a, a, well my day job is a uh a facility a warehouse and office i do both office work and uh, manual labor and assembly and we make medical equipment and i was talking to some folks there um and interesting tale there was a uh, a christmas party that several of them attended and a girl was there now granted this party was a family oriented thing and one of their cousins brought a girl with him with him 
who proceeded to hand out cards with, you know, a little scanny thing on there for her OnlyFans site. This is a family gathering. <laughs> so not only have you offended every woman there, <laughs> every female in the house, you now have combined cousins, brothers, and uncles into going to your adult website to see your OnlyFans site. Um, well, the way that they actually, well, how that concluded, I should say, is the same person went was banned from going to the kids' soccer games and whatever events because they got wind of her that she has an OnlyFans. And now she cannot attend things that kids are at. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, personally, you know, I'm not going to walk into a, a Tupperware party with one of my horror novels, you know, and say, you should be reading this, not eating that. No, I'm not going to hand my card out to somebody you know, looking at pasta bowls. You should, you know, you really would like the death scene in this book. It's amazing. Oh, my God. No, there's a time and a place. You don't hand it out at a family party. <laughs> your OnlyFans index card. Uh, they said it was like an index card with a scan code on it. I don't know. At least make it, at least have it laminated. <laughs> but yeah, a cautionary tale to friends. And, you know, I have a few friends that have been on here, these airwaves, that do have an OnlyFans site. And my warning to them is be ready for the lashback when the people get wind that you, uh, you know, do what you do, and I don't care. Hey, you got to make a buck these days. Um, but you can't be around kids, apparently, if you have an OnlyFans in certain circles. I found that to be interesting. I don't know. Not real Christmassy, but then her moves really... That's such a stupid thing to do at a family gathering. <laughs> uh, but that being said... Um, so, here's my OnlyFans website. No! We're going to get to the spirit machines, and um, I hope you enjoy it. We got other stuff coming for you before the year's out, I hope. And um, Thanks for listening, most of all, and check out celebrationofspirits.com for your creative side. Um, and you can go to fairlydarkproductions.com for all the episodes here, as well as Spotify and iHeartRadio. Somehow, iHeartRadio has accepted me as a human. Their mistake.
friends and fiends we are here with the spirit machines you just heard zober the zeppelin tool mashup cashmere and sober from feel again um now you have to understand the creativity we're dealing with and i know you've been told the boldness that it took to do that which it does um spirit machines welcome to kettle whistle radio we are bold hi you are bold yes one of you has a phd i'm starting to wonder if all of you have phd um so you're part of this new rock movement right now uh you've been compared to in the realm of sabbath zeppelin fleetwood mac um and tool uh fleetwood mac is a friend a friend is a favorite of mine as well i wish they were friends of mine but yeah what a mashup this is you guys um Let's well, let's just say so. We got Pepper, Sergio, Michael, and Dave. Uh, if you want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the group musically, I'm uh, Dave Crespo, guitar player. I'm Pepper, uh, 
nice singing the band. I'm Mike. I'm the drummer. I'm Sergio. I rock the bass. Nice. And how are we all feeling today? Probably better than me. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Good. That's good. Feeling pretty good. A little, a little tired. The elevation's crazy here. Yeah. We're getting used to it. So. Yeah, for, the, for those that don't know, um, yeah, we this is take two. We tried yesterday. We can blame elevations or technology on my end. Who knows? Um, yeah. So how do we, but how do we find you guys are healthy, happy? Where? What exactly are you doing there right now? So we're in Albuquerque. There's a studio called Rio Grande. Nice. Um, studios here. It's a 300-year-old Adobe that we decided to record our second record at. And so we, we kind of toured here, played two shows on the way down, and now we're, we've spent the past four days recording. And uh, it's, apparently it's a mile high here. Um, or like, I don't know, it's, it's, we didn't know how, what the elevation was. Um, we're from Utah, so we're used to life being elevated in some sense, but this is true. We're used to being high, but not this high. <laughs> I totally understand. Well, Colorado's a good place for that, too. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were in Colorado. I don't know why. I guess I just really um, didn't hear things last night. Well, it feels like Colorado. Colorado's platform. Way more chilies. Yeah. Way more chilies. Spicy. Okay, yeah, a little bit. Spicy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is pepper. Pepperland, yes. which makes it appropriate. And I'm, I know, begging the question, I'm not going to say Dr. Pepper. I can't do it. I'm oh, sure you're sick of it by now. Sure we should. That's my unofficial name. Congratulations, by the way. I'll thank you. Thank you. Anyone else there have a PhD other than Pepper? So I, I like to know if I'm degrading myself in front of educated folk. I'm pretty hot and tempting. Okay, so you guys, you're one of you, if not all of you, are experts at networking uh, quite a bit. Uh, I, I mean, just reading this promotional thing that came, I did get the EP, folks. You can, I think, you can still get the Cyberpunk Endgame uh, CD. Is that still available? Yeah, we have it. Yeah, we got a few copies. I recommend it to yes, everybody. Spearmachinesband.com/slash/cyberpunk. Yes, you hear that right yeah. here, folks. Go out, just get the CD. It's so worth it. And you're helping a, a very good cause. We want to hear more from this band. Um, all right, so the networking part. Uh, what I was getting into there, like, all right, how do you come across? How do you um, cover i do have adam jones blessing because his name pops up quite a bit yeah um adam uh sh helped to share that you know the song that you just heard zobra's video mm. back in 2020 and i don't know he just said uh in the message he sent us that it made him smile oh cool which is all you can ever ask for your music to do is to uh just make the god smile i suppose and Sometimes I feel like maybe he liked it because maybe Maynard hated it or the cool fans hated it. Was kind of a maybe Maynard a hated it. That's kind of funny. Um, yeah. yeah, Maynard's quite a, a fickle guy. <laughs> I like yeah. him. I, we're, we're huge fans. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's so yeah. that it's hateable. Oh. It is. Like a, lot of, a lot of people hate it. No, no one really? should cover it. No one should cover Tool. It's a ridiculous and, yeah. and totally stupid thing to do. And, yeah, <laughs> especially and, like that. Yeah, yeah, but we're we're just messing around and uh, I don't I don't know trying to. It got a reaction out of people, so we kept playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got a reaction. It definitely got a reaction. Oh, really? So you got some hate out of that? Oh yeah. If you look at Tool's post, it's like 400 comments. I would say 90 percent, if not oh. if not more. Yeah. Oh when God. I first saw it, it was just 14 pages of the word no, uh. which I, I mean, I'm a Tool fan. I know Tool fans, and so yeah. I mean, we did it because 
we thought that people might uh yeah we might wanted to get under their skin a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah to, okay we're just that's fair it, I, I don't know yeah because we play a lot of dive bars so like yeah it's like yeah. you know people aren't expecting us in the first place and then they're not expecting that and so <laughs> there's, there's some method to the madness too like like you mentioned uh, each one of us has their their own uh, strengths um dave has a degree in marketing mike's an amazing online marketer and sergio is you know a bartender it's important job managing the vibes and yeah. and so we already go we've been talking about what what would go viral like how do you make a viral video because mm. no one's gonna click on our music and so that was our, kind of our idea that's more genius um, than I or than I had expected earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's great to have that song in your pocket if you're just doing dive bars like that. You'd surprise the hell out of anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Dave hated covers too, and so it was his compromise because I wanted to cover a Tool song, but it was too hard, and I wanted to cover a Zeppelin song. He said it was too long. Oh well, yeah, okay, I could see that. Yes, they are kind of epic, but then Tool, geez, yeah. they get up there too. But yeah, oh, yeah, you, you oh, could. Yeah. Well, you couldn't pick two better to mash up. I don't think, it's like, except maybe like Ministry and Slayer. But somebody's probably already done that. We've like tried to think of other ones. We have them, I but have we so just many. haven't done it because like I don't know. It's cheesy. Yeah, it's <laughs> it a little silly. But we do have some good ideas. Um, one time we did when Pepper's dad was here. We did while my guitar gently weeps into oh, wow. Stairway to Heaven. Oh, that is awesome! <laughs> oh my God, did you record that? That was a good find me somewhere. Uh, yeah, Pepper's dad just was wailing on yeah. that day. Oh, it was, man. It was, it was, it was funny, and it was at the mall. <laughs> they, like, put us in the mall, and we were just, like, going crazy. Yeah, we got banned from the mall. Oh, God. You and <laughs> Tiffany. Uh, you, wow, the mall. So you broke that out at the mall. That's <laughs> really funny. It was, it was, well, it was an outdoor mall. It was an outdoor mall. But still, oh, we were, okay. like, in the corner. Like, we were, it's just weird where this is. Just me. Well, Pepper, I just want to say like, this too. Um, a weird place, but then people started coming over to us. So it like turned into a, like a party, I mean, basically. I don't know. People, a lot of people had alcohol. Surprise! Yeah, somehow oh, there people just started the... pulling out beers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was just... the outdoor mall. Okay, was, was oh, there? We were, it was fun. We kind of started like we released Zober and the first record like when COVID hit mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. to everybody's best. Uh, like people were like, "Don't do that," but we did. You did, and so a lot of our like, our I guess career or like the time of this band has been during COVID, and uh, so we we probably played more shows than any other band in this country during COVID. I believe I'm, that. I'm, I'm sure. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Most people cut back. We like put the pedal to the metal, oh, but yeah. I feel like we were conscious about yeah. it. Yeah, we we, we weren't just outside. like playing in like fucking. It's more so. That we were in yeah. Salt Lake City, which was a place that wasn't like like fervorously affected by COVID, yeah, uh, until October of 2020. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, pretty much that whole summer, people were like, no one was getting sick, but mm. these businesses were, were open in May. So, like, music did happen uh, consciously, but still yeah. it did occur. And we, we played a lot of those shows, and they were, you know, they didn't want to have, like, like three bands on. Um, because that's like a lot of, you know, people that are definitely going to be together. So we, we played a lot of covers and filled out three hour sets. Um, yeah. Yeah. And wore masks on stage. We played a drive-in concert. Nice. Where people were in their cars and tuned in over the radio and then like honked. Oh yeah. We set that all up. How did that work out? Did it sound good to them in the car? Yeah, is the best show they've ever heard in their car. That's so fun! <laughs> wow, I, I'm not People, sure, but I think Metallica did that too. I think they did a drive-in or something. Yeah, ours was better. I'll uh, bet it was. I'll bet it was. Ours was like we It was for a big pharmaceutical company because Pepper's a is a oh, pharmaceutical chemist. Yeah, they. I guess they were like moved because I was a, a chemist, and also She's they just one of us. No, they they just. Uh, it was for their summer party. Their um, company was all cooped up, and they really wanted to have a summer party. And so they found—I don't know how they found us and knew that we could put on a big concert independently, but we did that. And you and did. Yeah, it, it did look overwhelming. I uh, I did buy that package where because I I'm sitting in front of me right in the studio I have the magnet that you sent out with the the CD original CD. I bought my yeah. Okay, so you you've been you followed yeah. us. Yes. Over the over time. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, I was those... yep. That was me. I was yeah. nagging you to play the song. I played Zover here two years. I guess it was three years ago now, huh? Wow. wow. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> but yeah, I have it. Yeah, so you could say I'm a, I'm a certified fan. Um, okay. And something I did notice with you guys too. I mean, Pepper, not just you, but, but Pepper. Not only is your voice enigmatic, like and infectious, so is your smile. You guys seem to all enjoy what the heck you're doing. Mm. That's true. I think we do. It's not always part. true. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like pulling teeth, but you guys like seem to enjoy what you're doing. You enjoy each other. Oh, yeah. Is there a lot of background with you guys? You've all been together for a while? Um, Five years, I think. Five years. years. This band really brought us together. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it ad, like ads in not the paper, but online now these days? Or like how did you come together? Oh, we kind of stumbled upon each other. Mostly Dave, I think. Dave kind of... Stumbled, wrangled us all together. Really? I'm like a uh, back in my old life, I would um, put bands together and as like a promoter. And I was like, what if I did that for myself? There you go. And, <laughs> and um, so when I came to Salt Lake, I went to a bunch of open mics and met people. And I, I met Pepper and we started writing these songs and i met mike and he was a at like a jazz um open mic hmm. and he was an awesome drummer and i tried to play jazz bass and that was a fail was it but, but then we wrote catch 22 which is kind of like yeah, yeah i was gonna say kinda. yeah sergio was kind of part of like this scene that i moved into when i moved to salt lake um which was at this bar named purgatory <laughs> which is what Salt Lake feels like. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard some things. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we just, uh, we were all drawn together. 
and I don't know, we just started making music that was appropriate for the city, mm. which is dark and hard and uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I also think, um, I think for most of us, we we all were, um, we had experience with other projects that didn't really go in the exact way we wanted them to. I understand. But we probably learned lessons from those. Okay. So I think this one, it's like we're coming to the table with more experience. So it makes it easier to have fun in that way. 100%. Um, I, I just had a, I had a horror director on uh, my last show from Norway, um, and he got into trauma, which you probably know trauma from uh, – uh, Toxic Avenger and all those fun movies and he was giving up because uh, he was in a group of people that just didn't see the same thing he saw so he, I just told you know we talked like sometimes you just gotta move on do the next thing you can come back to that and you gotta be around the right people if you're not around the right people you're not inspired and it, yeah. it seems to be working out for you guys yeah yeah for me I was I was like playing a lot of uh, like folk pop and um, you know just my personal music and but i my favorite bands are like black sabbath and led zeppelin and the black keys and nice. honest mouse like heavier stuff and so i really wanted to be making dark music and it was really i was it was hard alone because i'm just adorable <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little bit of that in spirit machines but for me it's just awesome to be able to like just play music at the velocity that i want to and these guys are amazing uh, we've been recording this album and just even without me singing on it, it's just rocking and exactly what I'd want to be listening to. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to tell you on feel again. Um, I love the record, uh, the, the uh, recording, the, the changeling is one of my favorites. Um, but I'm thinking we need to dive into cyberpunk. Are we allowed to play iguana? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cause I had picked that to give them a taste of what they might be buying um that's a fun song i enjoyed that one i like the grind of it um all right we'll put on iguana right now and this and kids out there this is this is what a cd sounds like when you smack it it's an actual physical copy of cyberpunk endgame signed by all four of them and yes great ep and you're about to hear iguana right now we'll get right back with the spirit machines oh yeah
right, folks, I hope you like that. That was Iguana. And uh, if you guys, again, can you tell them how they can get a hold of that CD again? Um, let me Spirit Machines. see, actually. I gave you a false link before. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Not always good. Uh, let's see. Does it say it on here? But the Spirit Machines is thespiritmachines.com? Um, no, we don't own that domain, sadly. Oh. Um, that's why I had a hard time. Okay. Link. I don't really know. It's kind of convoluted. Go on Facebook, kids. Facebook. Oh, oh yeah. I think I might. Okay. I got, my, I got mine from Facebook. From the ad, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You just go in the mirror and say spirit machines. <laughs> okay, I, I found it. Okay. Just don't, so say, it, don't say it five times. Anyway. It's kind of complicated, but if you care, if you want a free CD, then um, it's HTTPS dot slash slash limited dot spirit machines dot band slash free dash cyberpunk dash CD. Nice. Or just talk on your phone and say spirit machines, spirit machines, spirit machines. <laughs> or something like that. And he'll probably get the ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say spirit machines to your phone and you yeah. hopefully will get the ad if we're so don't, don't go crazy. <laughs> So uh, I, I wanted want to talk about uh, range. Um, Catch twenty two. That is swing rock. Um, it showcases yeah. your range and uh, like. We, will we hear more eclectic stuff like that in the future with this it's next? Like, this this thing. This is what we do. Uh -huh. We make songs that go to movies in your head. Mm -hmm. So, so it's like, I don't know. Like that's like a movie. It um, is. Yeah. Like feel again. There's lots of movies happening, um, so I don't know. Like, whatever kind of movie is gonna occur, there's gonna be music, music to it. So um, it could happen again. Probably not swing rock though. Yeah, I think that one was a mixture of things. But like, it did. Me and Dave did start out jamming uh, jazz, and so it was kind of throwback to that. But it was also like just I don't know. I always wanted to do like a big band tune because right. i quit the jazz band oh okay um, <laughs> so i never got to play that like i wanted to um so i wanted to we wanted to like arrange something like that and then yeah that i think that was kind of the primary motivation and then it was just like this is actually pretty fun and people like it when we play it so we decided to make the video um which is also its own, own experience yeah, it's the 2020. I mean, 20. Yeah, 2020s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it's it's pretty much just as messed up as the 20s 100 years ago. So, <laughs> I think I, I don't know. I think that it's a there's an appropriate thing to do in that regard. Yeah. But musically, yeah, it's quite different than anything. But we like ever did. our new CD is a lot more narratively focused, like Filigan. Um, mm. But it's actually all the songs are I would say at least as dark as the Changeling. That's probably the starting point, to be honest. It's a little heavier. Yeah, it's it's a but, lot heavier, a lot darker, and it's probably more story driven. I like. There's that. some surprises in there, though. There. If you thought the catch range two was a surprise, then <laughs> you will be surprised. Ooh, yeah, that makes me happy. That makes me very happy. Um, I use uh, I'm a writer, and when you said you you know the narrative, I music helps me write. I'll listen to songs, mm -hmm. crazy stuff, and sometimes not so crazy that help me, just inspire me. And so, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying there. How did you, um, school's out. I, re I, I read that, that that was uh, in honor of uh, Pepper getting her degree. And no. How'd you, did you contact them or did you just, did you do the song and send it to them and say, hey, do you like this? Alice Cooper. Um, well, that's, it's funny because we did a live stream with the school's out live stream 
And it's just funny because Pepper didn't even have her PhD at that oh, point. Oh, that's so bad. It was like I was so glad graduated, I... but it wasn't like all the way official. It was, it was like ninety-five percent so official. Uh, she's just talking about the school blowing up and everything. She's oh like, my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she had graduated. Like she, uh, she walked through really, the thing. Like you walk, but you don't. Like you have to do the your defense and dissertation and stuff. Of course. And that's um, so it's a little awkward. But <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like the fans. Yeah, our fans our were fans, the ones that they yeah. like hounded Alice hounded. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. They were like, <laughs> you must know about this Alice Cooper. And it's funny because we we later ended up this past year playing with his former lead guitar player Nita Strauss. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we opened for her. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She was cool. Yeah, I was wondering. That made sense uh, because every time I was looking up you guys, she came up. So that now I understand. Um, just just co-tailing us. Yeah, right. Not a bad. Not bad. That's fine. So you can stick around. Who does yeah. the uh, the writing and arrangement? Is that everybody? Collaborative? I think arrangement-wise, it's all of us. Yeah. Um, writing, like, initially, Pepper and I get together with some ideas. Colonel. Um, I, I write some guitar parts and, you know, try to get as interesting as possible. And then Pepper puts her words to it, mm -hmm. which are just as interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I try and watch the movie in your head, and I just take notes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I try. It's like it's looking at a crystal ball, because um, a lot of it is like moody, and I'm all about the story of the song, and so yeah, I, I enjoy it. Very cool. All right, it's so it just kind of comes together with a riff, and then you start writing. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, sometimes I need the the rhythm section ah. to really like. Mike does all sorts of crazy stuff as well and so i have to like kind of go in between and i feel like a lot of our, lot of our timing is like dave is doing some crazy stuff over here and mike's doing some crazy stuff over here and i i'm like like me and sergio are kind of in the middle mike always has good interlude ideas oh yeah so yeah so, like i'm playing show how did uh the cyberpunk thing how did that come around um and i'm trying to figure it out do you have more than one song on that on no this? no um, oh, okay. We have one candy shell. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was because um, I got Cyberpunk 2077. I was really hyped about it when it came out in 2020. Uh -huh. And it was fun, but the, it had a lot of issues with the game. So, like, my desire for Cyberpunk was, like, not satisfied. That makes sense. Um, because, like, I, it, was, it was so cool. Like, the concept of the game and the world and the city they built was so cool, but it just wasn't executed quite that way. But then they started updating it, and then they released Edge Runners, the Netflix, um, like last year around this time, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe a few months ago. Um, and uh, with the patch that they put, so I was watching Edge Runners at my in my hotel because I was sick at this business conference, and I was like, "This is amazing! <laughs> like this story is so cool." Yeah. And then I went home and I downloaded the patch, and I was just like blown away by how much. Um, the game had improved. Um, awesome. So I, I felt like they nailed it, actually. Um, so, like, I started, like, all that passion I had for Cyberpunk started being like, oh, this this is, like, actually awesome. And then I found out about this Growl FM contest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we have to do this because this world is, like, so badass. Hmm. And so... And it's our thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of our... Yeah. yeah. It's, like, what we do. Yeah, in many like, ways. Making 
like things that you see in your head, like scenes. I mean, that's what the game is. Yeah. So they're literally like you're playing the game in our song is like the soundtrack to your chaos yeah they had a lot of with the edge runners um they had a lot of fan art competitions and the fans Mm -hmm. are really involved in in the game and with the developers and so that's why i think they wanted the fan game uh, music competition sure and and yeah we just uh entered it we found out about cyberpunk because our our nerd like our game friends (laughs) um they had the tabletop version the world is actually based on a very in-depth tabletop like dungeons and dragons okay type now you got yeah. me you got me yeah. you got me because yeah, i'm a huge dnd guy I got yeah yeah it's so i had been spending evenings they were playing the video games and i'm just like reading in this world <laughs> and uh, and so yeah when mike told me about the competition i was like we could easily write write this song yeah. and we watched the anime and talked a lot and pretty much just like came up with the lyrics and like really fast and we went into the studio and just like cut it we just figured that like people were going to be driving while they heard the song mm. so you needed to write a song that like felt like you're driving motion too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like or flying i don't know i was thinking more like top gun I noticed that with the first, because I, I was a fan of Cyberpunk, uh, not the game so much as the sa- the songs. There's a lot of heavy hitters on that, too. Um, oh, yeah, that was a good... I liked, I really did like, enjoy that soundtrack. It's in constant rotation here. But now I have another reason to get... This is yeah, the new one, yeah. yeah. Very but, cool. But after we won the competition, which was just, like, mind-blowing, like, literally had no expectation of... You know, we were just we looking, wanted to, but we were just looking for something to do to because we couldn't quite cut our new album yet, and we just went in and wrote the song real quick. But then we were like, uh, we probably should write more songs to go with this to try and bridge the gap because Candy Shell was so different than Feel Again. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just like you like there's a bunch of people who are gonna want more cyberpunk content. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. like let's write more songs about. Like it was again and again and again. Um, so we did, and that's what the EP is. Yeah, very quickly. I mean, it's with the same producer, uh, Jordan Clark from Rigby Road. Okay. And yeah, he's like, he plays like lots of synths and like uh, drum machines. And just we, we included him on purpose, knowing that like he would bring that futuristic element that we like innately don't have yeah we're more old school retro rock sound and i think yeah that's the cool part about the game is it's like a mix between you know it's like steampunk like futuristic but at the same time like based in you know old world machine Mm -hmm. oh yeah i totally see you guys in that element um something else too i did come across uh swanee the alien is it swamby is it swamby how do you spell that he comes in peace. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell him about tell him about Yeah, we enjoy a good alien abduction story. So yeah, there's a lot there's a lot that goes with Swandy. But um, yeah, he he visited us for our uh, <laughs> coincidentally for the release of our single about aliens. So that was good timing. Terminal Fifty One. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like a fun. We just found him. We found him available. So. <laughs> we ordered him and uh it was just a lot of fun bringing him around to various events and stuff and putting clothes on him oh yeah well, well the clothes aren't just what swan started as a, a brand name it's a spirit machine well, brand of swim tr- 
wearable swim trunks. Oh, okay. Wearable swim underwear. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's from when we were in Dr Driggs, Idaho, and uh, there's a hot tub, but we didn't know there was going to be a hot tub, so we didn't have swim swimsuits. So we just were wishing we had swandies. Yeah. Which we eventually we did. That was basically the first invention of swandies. And uh, we have big plans for it, but it just happens that the alien is also named Swandy, so that was another weird kind of coincidence. Indeed, <laughs> AI contest. Yeah, coming straight from the other dimension. We we started writing this record uh, pretty. I mean, after Gilligan, right after, but in uh, early 2021, we went to Driggs, Idaho, to kind of hash out a lot of the songs and make some demos, and we brought the whole studio up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Driggs, Driggs, if you don't know, is... So there's, like, Jackson and the Tetons. Okay. Jackson's in Wyoming. In Wyoming. All of you don't know. Yeah. Oh, that I don't know. Okay. okay. The Tetons, Cool Mountains. Driggs is on the other side in Idaho, and um, it's the lesser-known Tetons. It's not though. quite the same. It it's turns out that the beautiful. It is beautiful. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. The mountains between the two are, like, the most dangerous to drive through that I've ever... Oh, it's really? Like, oh. Yeah. I guess that's our thing, is yeah. treacherous journeys. <laughs> yeah. Eye of the storm. Um, yeah, but yeah, if you, uh, out there, kids, if you want to know what we're talking about with the alien, you could look it up on YouTube. There is a video there, and you'll pick yeah. up on that. Um, Eye of the storm, I wanted to ask you this, because listening to that song, one of my favorites, um, I'll feel again. It has a 90s grunge vibe. You have to look for it. Um, is anyone there a grunge fan? Age-wise, you guys kind of missed it. Oh, yeah. But no, I, it. Yeah. Uh -uh. I, I like slightly missed it, but I, I'm I am the 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 veteran of the group, uh, and I I would say I caught the grunge era. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean I grew up with babysitters that loved Nirvana. Oh, there tool. you go, good babysitters. So, All right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I love grunge. That's fine. '90s rock. Grunge. I think. Grunge yeah. never left Salt Lake. Yeah. I would say with it's our main like. Like standby, other than metal and punk. Mm -hmm. right. I, li I like to hear that. I do like to hear that. Literally. Um, let's see. I want to play another song. Would you mind? Eye of the Storm. I'll let you guys pick the last song we go out with, but Eye of the Storm, I wanted to play that one for everybody. What's your, what's your favorite part about this song? Ooh, yeah, your... uh, it's the blend. There's a guitar, guitar in the background that brings me back, and I'm not even the biggest fan of Smashing Pumpkins. I liked them at the time, but there's a grinding guitar sound there that kind of brought me back to a time, and I can't... I have to listen to it with you at the same time in order to do that. So... Yeah. The pumpkin answer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why you've heard no, that before? Awesome. You've heard that before? No, no, no. I mean, I just love the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. And like, you know, like those guitars. I definitely like try to make guitars sound like Billy Corgan. So. Interesting. Okay, I'm pretty good. All right, I'll I'll, I'll chalk that one up for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song, man. Okay, Eye of the Storm, everybody. I'll feel again, and we'll be right back with the Spirit Machines. Hell yeah.
With the Spirit Machines, I'm Dave. How are you doing out there in Radioland? Um, you just heard Eye of the Storm off Feel Again, one of my personal favorites. See if you could find the grunge in that. I want to ask these guys and girl. Um, okay, so one of the biggest legends. Again, I'm not a huge fan of this band, but I've seen them. Uh, Kiss just did their last, the last bit of their tour last Saturday in New York, Madison Square Garden. And they announced. I saw their last show did in you see? 2000. It was their last tour ever in 2000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was last there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, they played with Aerosmith. Last tour ever. Yes. 2003. That's so. Right. What's the next show that they're playing? Uh, <laughs> well, they're doing the hologram tour. How do you feel about that as musicians? Would you go to see a hologram band? I fucking hate Kiss. What's your question? I'm okay with that. We have a lot of fans who like Kiss, and we accept them. I like Kiss. We absolutely accept them. My it's fine. I love And at some point, I honestly feel like we're going to cover a Kiss song. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. My, my, my uncle, who really uh, inspired me to, to go into music, he gave me Paranoid, you know, the album when I was a kid. Um, That's not... Okay, okay. It, yeah, 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 but he was in a Kiss cover band in his high school, and so I have all these pictures of him dressed up as Kiss, and I love the movie Detroit Rock City. Nice. Um, oh, that's a great movie. So I'm just, I'm into the hype, I guess. But how do you feel about bands being holograms and not the bands oh, anymore? Oh, if there's any band that should be a hologram, it should be Kiss. That's probably, true. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good let's point. Let's be real. But I, it's, it sucks. The reason I hate Kiss is because I just want to be that so badly. <laughs> so it's, I heard I've I've been listening like I, I work at a lot of shows and uh, honestly everybody that I've ever talked to says that Kiss is the best live band they've ever seen mm, so okay. I know they're wrong because I haven't seen Aerosmith in the 90s but yeah. that's what they say well before do, um, go ahead oh yeah I was just Sergio could you be a hologram or would that kill the 
experience for you? Would you oh, have stopped a hologram? Uh, me as the jumping around stage guy, yeah, I cannot be a hologram. Mm -hmm. I need yeah. the crazy random humanness of me. No hologram. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in our cyberpunk band. We, uh, ah, if they see? built like a, a droid of me, I'd be more, Ooh. you know. Corporal. Nice. I like I like some droids. Uh, yeah, I was just curious how you know you guys are half my age. Like what that how that like translates uh, a band being holograms. Um, okay, and curious too. Episode about it. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't it. doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. They probably have three of them. So you're telling me that kisses they're not going out on tour physically. They're having mm -hmm. holograms perform their songs. Yes, that's what they announced. Kiss 2.0. Uh, they that's announced so much it effort for them last Saturday. <laughs> It's just like. So, what did you guys do before Spirit Machines? Did you guys have other bands? Sounds I know we hit on this a little bit, but were there other solid bands? Or you, you like you said, one, I think one of you said earlier, just it just didn't work out. What were you playing before Spirit Machines? Oh, I don't know why. Why do you want to jazz. know about this? Well, you're playing dark. jazz. And I was just curious how, like, did you hear each other play before you got together? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, when I first met Dave, he was like talking, you know, himself up. And so I was like, let's see about this. Mm. And so I went to the show being like, what if this dude's band sucks? Um, <laughs> you know, I was getting to know him. I was kind of dragging him around to open mics so that people wouldn't bully me. Because, um, <laughs> you know, he's a Bostonian. I felt like it could you mean so anyway I saw his band Spo and they're like this awesome 90s rock band that he had recreated um after because he had a, the Spo in Boston he had a few bands Dave Crest was after party and but anyway and then uh Noble Pest Sergio's band actually opened up for them and they're kind of like a modest mouse ragey hmm. funk rock band and I don't know Mike, you were like in an emo band, right? An emo speed, speed emo. Speed. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty emo. Uh, I did like emo music a lot, which is cool because um, one of my favorite bands was uh, Underoath, which are kind of like uh, I don't know if they're emo. They're like much more heavy than the traditional mm -hmm. emo band. But um, yeah, I'm familiar with them. Aaron Gillespie, who's who's their drummer, is like one of my fucking idols, and that's apparently whose drum set I've been playing on for the new record. So no that's really awesome because like I always loved how like big his sound was, and I feel like in the new album, like our drums have some pretty big sounds. Mm -hmm. He's got like that little floor tom, which is a lot of fun to play with. Um, but yeah, I was in a band when I was like 19 and 20, and then I stopped playing in it because because we couldn't figure out how to get people to come to our show because we had no marketing knowledge well actually what happened is our first show was huge we had all of our friends come and then we sucked and then they never came and saw us oh no <laughs> is that is that true is that a true story and yeah that completely wow. um and then, and then i basically stopped doing that and then i wanted to learn marketing so i could bring people to my show which took me on a very long journey across the world um but then i came back into salt lake ready to fucking go and then that's when I met Dave. So, yeah, that's my story. And here yeah. you are. I had a band too, sort of, but it was just with my creepy older neighbor and my boyfriend at the time. And I was really forcing it, um, mm. making them be a part of my band. <laughs> <laughs> we, we played it. We made a, a video cover of Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's terrible. Classic. <laughs> 
looking back on it, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but we're still like, we just are like, have like zero stage presence and, and charisma. It's horrible. <laughs> well, that comes with but, time and it seems like you got that down now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's getting better. I don't know if it's still in the, well, this old guy, he would like post it sometimes to different places. I mean, I love this dude, Jack. He used to have a parrot. Um, <laughs> he, 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 all he wanted to do was cover Sweet Home Alabama and Smells Like Teen Spirit. Did that. Interesting. But any, but anyway, I was like really looking for a band and putting out on Craigslist. But you know, people were just trying to date me, etc. Oh God, yeah. here we go. Yeah, no I don't doubt it. Just it. fucking musician. But he was able to find me. But he's really good. Really good. So what what was your like best performance? One a show that you were proud of uh, playing? Was there, was there one recently that you guys did? No. <laughs> the last show was a little rough because we were demoing, we were writing our new tracks actually. The show before the last show was, was really good in Zion's Brewery. Yeah, in Springdale. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably Incandescence when we caught the lightning. Oh, that was yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah. We were playing like this on this festival stage with like this festival crew and they're all like so professional and cool. You're and, like footage. everyone in the crowd, like it was during COVID. So there were a lot of people in campers and stuff spread out. But there oh, was wow. like was so a crap. portion of people in the on the stage that were like really ready to rock. Um, so we were having the time of our lives on that show. And then all of a sudden it starts lightning randomly. Yeah. Randomly, there's not a cloud in the sky and it just starts lightning. So we had After to end of the storm. Yeah. Oh yeah, like after the storm, and I'd never felt more powerful. I was like, "This is what being, being a rock star feels like." Badass, like, badass. And then they then they pulled us from the stage, and we were just... and then the lightning stopped, and then they put the other bands yeah. on. There was not Aww. a flash of lightning for the rest of the night. Oh, you owned it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, but they probably only got to play like twenty minutes of our hour-long set. Or yeah, uh, it was going really well. Oh, so well. Like, never had that good of a show since. Like, vibe-wise, I mean, musically-wise, normally we play pretty good. There's some bad nights if we're like rushed or sleep-deprived or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it kind of depends on the crowd that's there and how much fun we have. Yeah, we find yes. fun. We always have fun. We yeah. always have that's, fun. That's, yeah, we had yeah. that fun for them. You have to convince people to have fun, and most most people are like not. You have to convince them a lot. Yeah. Mm. So, I have noticed so. that lately. Yeah, people don't know how to have fun anymore. You have to show them. Very odd. Yes. Um, yeah, I kind of I know how to. Whether it's D and D or heavy metal, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. You have to start jumping around. Yeah, whatever. just start, just start jumping around. Yeah. Uh, how about shows you've attended? Uh, was there a game-changing moment? I know we touched on bands a little bit, but was there something like that hit you like, damn, this band, this is what I want to do? Ooh. You I said mean, Kiss I, earlier, but not you know, really. first shows are always the best because you, like, you have that, as a musician, moment of realization that you're like, this, like you said, is what I want to do. Mm. I remember seeing Aerosmith in 1997. Uh, or something like that, 97, yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, just like, <laughs> I don't know, the audience is just, everyone is there that have a lot of fun and, and the band's awesome. But recently, I see a lot of shows. I work at shows. And the, the best band I've seen in a long time is this band called Bring Me the Horizon. Yep, yep, I know them. These guys, and I don't like them. 
per se. <laughs> like, but they, but, but as far as like playing and like entertaining and 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 being tight, uh, that's the best band I've seen in a really long time. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, if we if we go deep into the childhood, like the first concerts I went to were like Backstreet Boys, and <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I definitely wanted to be like a little boy band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we do have some gang vocals on the new album. Turned yeah. out does the biking part. Well, but luckily puberty hit, and then like <laughs> I saw bands like The Faint and Queens of the Stone Age just rocking. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, bands that you have to move to. Oh, Queens! You know, you to That's an amazing. You have to amazing. dance to. The Queens That's is an amazing like, tight show. They really are. Oh, they really are. It yes. kind of broke our heart. They were supposed to play in Utah a couple months ago, and another lightning storm <laughs> ended the show before it even started. Oh, yeah. I just wanted steak. <laughs> you know, it's funny you you kind of sparked something there uh, a long time ago, like 10, 11 years ago. I interviewed um, Sean Usol from uh, White Zombie. Um, she's a bass player and went on to Rob Zombie after that and then quit but she said her moment was yeah there was lightning but and it was going to blow out their sound system but they're at Donington she turned looked at the crowd she's like oh my god I made it you know and that was her moment personally she's like oh my god and then she soon got out of it too but she just wanted to have that moment but yeah lightning came into that one too their set was <laughs> cut short <laughs> Um, I noticed too, okay, the Portland video, I see what looks to be a rehearsal space or studio. Is that where you work and record or was that something else? Pale Horse, right? Yeah, that that was this um, soundstage that is in South Salt Lake in the Sugar House region um, that we used to do a lot of live streams from. Okay. uh, Called Pale Horse Sound. Um, it's since closed down, but the, the dude who does that or runs that studio, he moved it. He's the backseat lovers production guy. And so he kind of stopped it because he's like full in with those guys now, which is another Utah band that's, that's on the up and up. Okay. Well, yeah, Utah band. I don't even know what that sounds like. I guess it's you guys. Are you creating the sound there? (laughs) We're, we're the black sheep of Utah bands. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Utah has Dixie Chicks, the youth, and Backseat Lovers. Yeah, yeah Backseat Lovers, David Archuleta, Neon Trees. Like, um, yeah, it's been funny watching the Backseat Lovers because, you know, they're successful. They've been on Jimmy Fallon now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they took Greg, who used to do our videos, and, you know, they, they play festivals. They have this crazy, you know, schedule, and um, they, they played... They, they would play concerts at this house that we lived at, and I feel, not that we're walking in their footsteps, but more I look at them and wonder if that's what I want <laughs> to be, like, super famous at that level. And uh, maybe one day, but we're focused on the music yeah, right now. I can't wait to hear this new one, too. Um, have any of you ever pulled a Keith, a Keith Richards, and hold on, just listen to what I have to say here, pulled a Keith Richards, and you woke up in the middle of the night, this is how he wrote Satisfaction, woke up in the middle of the night with a riff, a song idea, then you proceeded to call everybody in the band. Oh, that's like, that's like every day for me, except ah. for I live with person. Yeah, yeah, he's, Dave's always showing me stuff, um, yeah, David, he, he's always putting notes into the chat and then being mad that we haven't looked at them. Um, <laughs> we're pretty much, Dave, Dave's creating constantly. And um, 
though though I will say I will say like some of the the lyrics and stuff come together in my sleep. I mean the thing about that that story with Keith Richards is he was like really messed up on yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah. He didn't remember recording the like he recorded satisfaction and he called everyone to be like, Is this me? <laughs> like Yes, you are correct. Yeah, so I don't know that I don't think that's ever happened to anyone but Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say our our well, so we started writing this album. We started talking about it in Dregs, where we went there and for a week we just pretty much wrote songs and uh, I had just defended and so I was a mess. I pretty much cried the whole time for no reason, other reason than hmm. grad school sucked and it was over and and so then but then we like didn't really work on the songs again for like almost a year i would say and listening back to those songs they're all pretty much fully formed i don't think anything really got changed and it was like listening back to some weird fever dream where i was like oh shit we wrote all of these (laughs) Um, that's true that's yeah it was funny listening back a year later and oh yeah trying to figure and now we're recording them trying to figure out what our headspace was in 2021 is that like opening up a notebook of stuff you never want to read again but sometimes you're delightfully surprised that it's good well that's a good way to put it it, though the delight didn't come until we started recording them this week and we're like holy shit these are actually good nice i like that yeah a lot of that has to do with the studio the studio is amazing it's definitely like a cut above anywhere I've recorded for sure, like by by a yeah. mile. So we're really lucky that um, we've been able to grow a little bit and have some support from our fans. Oh yeah, because um, I think that at the end of the day, that's what it feels good like to to be growing. Because mm. and to see the difference in this recording studio and Bill again, it's like night and day. And this dude Ken Riley is insane, Grammy Award winner. Even though he doesn't want anyone to know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's insane. So um, it's, it's like going to a uh, like college, but like it's just a, a recording studio. There's so much to learn from this guy. That's awesome. Uh, so the studio is like a fifth member. Yeah, yeah. The studio is always a fifth member, no matter where you're at. Yeah, it's just a you know a better fifth member. Oh well, it's hard. Will Will Holland at Chill House Studios like it was hard not to go back there because he really like helped us grow like took our training wheels off and yeah. you know babied us through feel again um you know he's he's also a master we just um, are trying to get bigger sounds and yeah um and and we're better too because this guy he's only taking a few takes and then that's it so moving on it, it has felt like college where you, you get the test and that's it <laughs> really good at capturing the feeling yeah yeah. we started feeling again a few years ago but now it's really getting captured now this is a result of feeling again yeah glad to hear it um i would be doing an injustice to my listeners if i didn't ask you because we have a lot of nightmare before christmas fans here danny elfman joined you on stage was i reading was i reading that unfortunately but we got um we got the next best thing oh Superstar Neely Brosh. Um, I to this day do not understand how Dave convinced her to come out and play the show with us. Me neither. Um, it's still She's out of our league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, playing with Death Glock and oh and man, yeah. Neely, she's um, 
She's she, we're from the same place. I don't know. I just think we speak the same. Oh, language. she saw she saw Zober. Oh yeah. She even knew about us through Zober. Yeah. Well, there you um, go. So, so we got lucky. Um, but yeah, she flew out and she was the one who was on stage with us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, she plays with Danny Elfman and Deathlock, which is the Metalocalypse band. Right. Uh, and she's I like to, She's just a. She's one of the biggest shredders on Instagram right now. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. And we might even do more stuff with her. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's anyone so Yeah, yeah. It's like always doing arena shows or whatever. I'm glad we're here. Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what she, that's kind of how she got into the Danny Elfman camp. We have, it's funny, we had, uh, I had another member of Death Clock on here. I think it was actually a producer. Um, he was in, he's in the band, uh, nightclub are you familiar with them they're more synth pop kind of industrial goth just two of them i can't remember his name for the life of me but they were really nice um well listen I, it appears that you love what you're doing and i can't wait to catch you live if you come out east i'm from new york but I, i'm in the pittsburgh area now uh you guys have to first of all you should probably give out all your socials where people can find you you can go to at Spirit Machines on Instagram, YouTube.com slash Spirit Machines, Facebook.com slash Spirit Machines, Spirit Machines dot Bandcamp. Just look us up on Spirit Spotify. Machines Band .com. Yeah, You can Google Zober if you want. Mm -hmm. Z O B E R. Um, I think that video's up there, and um, and yeah, yeah, just just check us out. We're we're around. Message us. Go to our, yeah, Snapchat. So yeah, Snapchat. yeah, we make all of our merch. <laughs> Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, and mail all the stuff out. So, if you want to hit us up on AIM, it's at Storm. Oh, I'm definitely getting a shirt. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you guys doing this. I've held you up long enough, and you're busy, folks. I'm gonna tell everybody that you can find us here, Kettle Whistle Radio, iHeart Radio. We're an iHeart Radio station. My stuff is at FairlyDarkProductions.com. All the episodes are there, and Spotify, uh, Spotify. It should be Spotify. I like that. That's a band right there. That should be your side project, your punk band, Spotify. Use it, use it. But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, also, you know what? I do Twitter. Are you guys doing the X thing? Or I don't like it, but yeah, they do. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of read it. I loiter. Mine's at Dave Crespo Rules. I think that's what it is. We have at Spirit Machines. We we virtually never post. I'm very I know, funny on same. Twitter. You're okay. I'm very funny. Some of them are my tweets. You can't go. Mm -hmm. I go straight. I often breathe through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that right now. Um, all right. So, but Twitter, yeah, I'm at, I'm at Fairly Dark, and I don't use it that much. I did in the beginning. I got a lot of followers that way, and then I just kind of stopped using it but i'm gonna get back into it just to get things out get the episodes out there it's fun and i got my books and all that bs out there too um okay so i'm gonna ask you folks to pick the last song the song we go out with someone else pick. Oh, i have dude. two choices but yeah. i'm not gonna yeah. tell you I'm gonna you yeah. Yeah. um maybe Things, yeah, yeah. Things is our most recent release, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's about Marceline from Adventure Time. For all those who like Nightmare Before Christmas, he might be into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fangs it is. Yeah, I watched the video. Yeah, I love that. Uh, okay, Fangs it is. We're gonna go out with that. And uh, mm -hmm. folks, thanks for listening. And um, 
Well, I'll dig into these guys. You know where to find them now, but you go get that EP. You could do that like right now while you're listening. All right. And uh, all right. Until uh, next time. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. And if you guys want to say goodnight collaboratively, it's up to you. All right. Good, good night, night. guys. Shadows are clocking in Hang their hats on the hooks in the back room Pouring bitters and gin Flipping through the spider webs Reading from the book of death A foreign soul has come to town It won't be long till you're biting was free and now it ain't so cheap yeah even the nightmares working doubles for affording their sleep she leans close and with the lips of a friendly ghost she blows
Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Horror. Sex. Politics. Art. And overall bad This is Society 13. Redefining podcasting. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.